And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, APAS and CFA Vice President Norm Hall is back on the Swather today near Winyard after making a presentation on grain movement to the Commons Transport Committee in Ottawa yesterday. Agri-News is brought to you by the REMAX Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel de Corby and Graham Toth, online at landforsalesas.ca. And McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose the alternative. McDougall Auctioneers for guaranteed results. Online at mcdougallauction.com. Saskatchewan farmers are hoping the federal government will make significant improvements to proposed grain transportation legislation. Norm Hall, the vice president of APAS and the Canadian Federation of Agriculture, made a presentation yesterday to the Commons Transport Committee in Ottawa. He said farmers need improved legislation to ensure there's no repeat of a grain movement bottleneck that experienced about four years ago. Although farmers are not the shippers in this act, but the buck stops here. Whether it's pan of the full freight rate, whether there's delays in the system or hiccups in the system, we pay for it no matter what happens. So we need a voice at the table. And, and so we brought up long-haul interswitching. The railroads are so scared of losing traffic to the U.S., Yet OECD says that they're the most efficient in the world and a much lower cost than the U.S. rail. So really, all we said was that railways have to learn how to uh, compete. And in the absence of competition, that's why we are asking for this kind of regulation. So, you know, as long as the railways put out a good service for good price, their customers will be happy. But we also said that closing of producer car loading sites is unacceptable. CP is closing another 20 across Western Canada, nine in Saskatchewan. And regardless of when these sidings have been closed or how many there are, we're still paying for the full amount because of our the maximum revenue entitlement. The formula goes back to 1992 when we had probably six or 700 sidings. We're down to under 100 in Western Canada now. We as farmers under the MRE are still paying for it all. So we need to see a costing study done. And that was another thing that we'd asked for. And data. The railroads provide an awful lot of data to the Canadian Transportation Agency, but it's for single use only. And that's in the Act as well, that it's for single use. And we're saying if the railways are providing that data, why can the agency not use it to improve the system instead of waiting for these little molehills to turn into mountains and then the whole system fails because of it. So hopefully the committee heard us in conversation with them afterwards. It sure sounded like it. Norm, are you calling for speedy passage of this legislation, the Fair Rail for Farmers Act? No, what we did ask for is that the minister make sure that if there are failures in between Bill C-30, which has sunsetted as of August 1, and the implementation of this act, that the minister step in and make sure that the producers and the shippers are protected as if Bill C-30 had not sunsetted. But we want to make sure that the amendments that we've asked for in the act are put forward as well. APAS and CFA Vice President Norm Hall made a presentation to the Commons Transport Committee in Ottawa yesterday. The committee is reviewing Bill C-49, the Transportation Modernization Act. Saskatchewan cattle prices were mixed during the past week. Provincial livestock economist Brad Marsignuk says heavyweight feeder steers were down, but lighter weights were moving upward. Saskatchewan feeder cattle prices were mixed last week on higher cattle volumes. Prices were lower for the heavyweights above 800 pounds, but higher for the lighter weight animals. Canfax reported Saskatchewan feeder cattle prices in all the weight categories, but a limited price comparisons from the previous week. Feeder share prices above 600 pounds range from $5.16 per hundred weight lower to $5.70 per hundred weight higher, 
with the only price gains reported in the 6 to 700 pound weight category. The 5 to 600 pound feeder steer weight category averaged $209.50 per hundred weight last week. Saskatchewan feeder heifer prices were primarily higher in the weight categories reported, except the 800 plus pound weight category. Feeder heifer prices last week ranged from $2.94 per hundred weight lower to $6.52 per hundred weight higher. The biggest gains were in the 5 to 600 pound feeder heifer weight category. And what were the key factors affecting these prices? Well, Saskatchewan feeder cattle prices, again, were mixed with heavier weights, uh, cattle prices lower, which is primarily related to the declining cash-fed cattle price. Feeder cattle prices in the weights below 800 pounds were overall higher, reflecting steady grain prices and a jump in future cattle prices last week. What were marketings? Canfrax reported 5,568 head of cattle were sold in Saskatchewan last week, and that was up from 3,330 head marketed the previous week. What happened with market-ready cattle prices? Slaughter cow prices in Alberta were lower last week. The price of D1, D2 slaughter cows declined $5.88 to average $89.62 per hundredweight, where the price of D3 slaughter cows declined $4.20 to average $82 per hundredweight. Fed cattle prices in Western Canada for Alberta fed steers continued to move lower last week. Fed steer prices were reported to average $133.58 per hundredweight, and that was down just over $4 per hundredweight from the previous week. Brad Marsignuk compiles the weekly cattle market update for the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Diggleman Industries. Look to Diggleman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And brought to you by Marcus in New Holland, east of Regina at Emerald Park, Visit Markison.com. Harvest is nearing completion in southwest Saskatchewan. The regional crop specialist in Swift Current, Cale Wilson, says harvest is about 95% complete in his region. Really, it's just the flax and some of the later seeded crops that are left. So they're almost wrapped up in your area? For the most part, they're getting really close to wrapped up, and a lot of producers have wrapped up. So what are farmers saying about this year's crop? How are their yields? The cereal crops should be close to average, and then um, everything else seems to be hit or miss depending on the showers that you got, anything from average to well, well below average. When you say well below average, have you got any numbers you can give me for yields? I've heard anywhere from five bushels per acre on some pulses, some peas and lentils, um, up to around that 15-25 mark. And the cereals have been closer to the average. Uh, north of Swift Current, I've heard some in the 40s, but south it's more common in the teens to the low 20s. Now, given how dry it was, is that a surprise that we've got even close to an average crop in some places? It's definitely a surprise. The subsoil moisture that was there last spring seemed to really carry things through. And I was surprised that the yields were as good as they have been. So it's subsoil moisture. Now that then raises the concern for next year if it's dry. Yeah, there's basically no subsoil moisture left, and hopefully we get some sort of precipitation, either rain in the forecast here or snow. But yeah, there's definitely need some recharging of the moisture in the soil. How was crop quality? You said uh, average to below average. How was the quality? And the quality, for the most part, the durum and the lentils, lots of number one, number two, um, really good quality because basically we've had a month worth of harvest weather, hot and dry. Some of the stuff coming off hot, though, be concerned with it heating in the bin. When do you expect harvest to wrap up? I would expect most people will be done already. Some of the flax probably waiting another week or so, depending on the rain. 
to bring things in. Yeah, there is forecast for rain. Uh, I suppose the reaction is positive. Anybody who's done harvest is definitely positive. Doesn't look like you know it's two or three inches, but anything would definitely be helpful. That's for sure. How are pastures right now? Basically brown for the most part. Their moisture supply on them is even worse than the cropland, just because they're you know an all-season growth. You expect calves to come off pasture earlier than usual? That's not really my area, but talking to some of the auction marts, I have heard people weaning a little bit sooner. There's been some fires and just some concern with having enough hay to feed things in the fall as well. Cale Wilson is the regional crop specialist in Swift Current. Fourteen Western Canadian independent ag retailers have launched AgLink Canada, a strategic and commercial alliance with AgLink Australia. The 14 independent farm input suppliers include seven in Saskatchewan, four in Manitoba, and three in Alberta. The new North American Farm Supply Alliance is in response to the growing global consolidation of farm input suppliers. AgLink was formed to seek out international strategic growth opportunities and strengthen these independent ag retailers. AgLink Australia includes 16 independent ag retailers with a market share of $1.2 billion. AgLink Canada will have access to the management systems and related know-how of the 30-year experience in Australia. The formal launch of AgLink Canada will be in Saskatoon on Friday. The CEO of AgLink Australia, Bill Dowdle, has agreed to move to Canada as CEO and the successful establishment of the group in Canada. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hollis Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornson, Hollis Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Market Update also brought to you by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra this morning were showing upward movement in early trading. Canola rose three thirty at four hundred sixty dollars fourteen cents. Oats gained two eighty four at one forty nine eighteen. Number one red spring wheat increased a dollar two at two twenty seven thirty nine. The rest were unchanged. Durham two sixty seven sixty two. Feed barley one thirty nine twenty nine. Flax four forty five twenty five. Yellow peas two seventy three fifty four. And feed wheat one thirty six forty eight. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, December spring wheat is up two and a quarter cents at six forty-four a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-5358 or Weyburn 842-4574. Good afternoon. This is Yorkton Heartland Livestock Mark Report for Wednesday, September the 13th. Saskatchewan, what a great place to live. I'll take minus 30, minus 30 time, any time instead of these hurricanes. We have our first pre-sort of the day today, or of the, of the season. 1,300 head in the sort, 200 cows and bulls, a total of 1,500 for the day. Cows and bulls trading lower. D1, D2 cows, 75 to 85. D3 cows, 65 to 75. Good bulls, $1 to $1.10. On to the pre-sort sale, some highlights on the steer side. What a pre-sort it is. Listen up, you guys. Lots of Charlotte calves here today. 400-pound steers, 247. 500-pound tan and white steers, 237. 550-pound steers, 233. 650-pound steers, 227. My favorite pen, of course. 700-pound steer calves, 215. Onto the yearling steers, 850-pounders at 185. 950-pound steers, 173. Onto the heifer side, some highlights. 500-pound heifers, 199. 
650-pound heifers 187, and 700-pound heifer calves 180. Some yearlings here, 850-pound yearling heifers 170, 950-pounders 165. Next Wednesday, pre-sort, 700 head book so far. My favorite time of the month again, sheep, lamb, goat sale this Friday, September 15th at 11, receiving all day Thursday from 8 to 8, and right up until sale time on Friday. We're expecting, well, I guess we don't know, 1,500, 1,800. I hope we don't get 2,000, but it is what it is. Our last sale was some of the highest prices that we've seen. That's it for this week. Keep the, those wheels turning, guys. Lots of crop in already. I'm Harvey Exner. Have a good day. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 7,500 hogs Tuesday, selling a range of 127 to 147 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 6,500 heads, selling a range of 124 to 147 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is down, and four contract prices opened down this morning. On Tuesday, the Canadian dollar was down 21 basis points with the daily exchange rate at 1.2159. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 81.97 cents U.S. Hog numbers are abundant as packers are having no difficulty sourcing supplies, which is on pace for the largest hog slaughter for this time of year. Pork product values are reflecting the heavy supplies with weakness experienced across all of the primal cuts. The October and December lean hog futures contracts are down and are approaching contract lows following this morning's opening. With fundamental factors largely biased to support a lower trend and technical indicators also pointing in the same direction, few traders have been willing to pick the bottom in an overwhelmingly bearish market. Coming up, the farm weather forecast. Official 620 CKRM farm weather forecast is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland, working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Prairie 6-inch Eaves Trough, specializing in 6-inch eaves troughs for farm buildings and shops. Online at prairieeavestrough.ca. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today, increasing cloudiness, Widespread smoke late this afternoon and tonight, windy 20, the high today 21. Cloudy tonight, 5 to 10 millimeters of rain beginning tonight, the low 9. Tomorrow, 5 millimeters of rain ending in the afternoon, then cloudy, wind northeast 30, the high 11. Chance of evening showers, the low plus 5. Friday, cloudy, 40% chance of showers, the high 11, the low plus 4. Saturday, cloudy, 40% chance of showers, the high 11, the low plus 2. Sunday, sunny with a high of 19 and the low plus 4. Monday, partly cloudy, the high 18, the low 8. Tuesday, cloudy, 60% chance of showers, the high 15. The normal high is 18 for this date. The normal low is 4 degrees. The sun rose at 631 this morning. It sets at 717 tonight. Around the province, we have Estevan at 18. Saskatoon is a chilly 10. Swift Current 14. Weyburn 18. Yorkton is 16. In Regina, with cloudy skies, it's 18 degrees. That's 64 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the east-northeast, 25, gusting to 36. Humidity is 47%. The barometer dropping 101.0. Cloudy in Moose Jaw, 17. Winds are from the east at 14. Once again, Regina, cloudy and 18. That's 64 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.